Hi guys, thanks for joining us today on the Do It With Dan podcast. We are doing our weekly Q&A session today. I'm Dan's co-host, M, and I will be asking Daniel questions that I've randomly selected from Cora. He doesn't know what they are ahead of time, so we're putting him on the spot. We're super excited to get started and super excited for you to join us today. Finally here. Welcome to Do It With Dan, entrepreneurial philanthropist, public speaker and author, creator of the Beyond Intention Paradigm. Here is your host, Daniel Mengena. Emily, Emily, you're in Florida to do with the Q&A with me. I like that ending. That very melodic. <laughs> Are you ready for me? I was born ready. Oh my gosh, we are so awesome. Look at us both. <laughs> With our pillows and our... <laughs> we are awesome. With our pillows bit... propped up. It's a bit weird that I'm not sitting next to you this time. I quite enjoyed doing our life. We have to do that again. I know. I, for... I forgot. I was fumbling through how to get on Zoom. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> new timeline. Yeah, new timeline. Mm-hmm. Are you ready to get right into it since yes, we only have half hour today? Okay. Yes. I'm ready for you. Okay then. All right, Daniel. Number one, what is the best life lesson you've ever learned from a friend or a foe? Oh, that's some nice ones I've learned. I think I will go with things I've used that one before. Let me go with one that I haven't used before. But da da da. What's the best life lesson? Just to be comfortable in your own skin. Because mm. um, I would have gone with the one that I normally use, which is not to care too much about what other people think because they don't really care about you. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Which I've, a couple of times I think that's come up. But I think mm-hmm. I'd like to go with be comfortable in your own skin. I like be that. happy with who you are. Yeah. Um, and love yourself for who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, because... If you're around your foes and you're not comfortable with who you are, then they'll be able to use that against you. And if you're with your friends, you're not comfortable with who you are, you're going to feel, no matter who you're around, if you're not comfortable with who you are, then you're going to struggle to be happy, Mm -hmm. generally happy. That's when people slip into patterns of pretending to be something that they're not or compromising on who they are, what they stand for in order to be around people, places and things. So yeah, are there? Yeah. Okay. That was a little, it was a little bouncy for a minute. I like that one. I think that is a lesson everybody can, can learn, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. We are all in that learning process. Okay. So number two, do you have a clearly defined objective for your life? Or do you tend to go wherever the wind blows? Uh, I think part and parcel of my adventure over the last month has been balancing between the two. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, you've kind of been. <laughs> <laughs> you have to balance between the two. And I mean, a lot of people talk about this surrender stuff. But unless you have a clearly defined conscious direction that you're all aiming towards, then you're going to end up being run by your subconscious programs in terms of where you end up. And that's why people end up a bit flighty and stuff so it's about having a clear macro i call it like a macro intention so i've got like a macro intention for my life that then is embodied by my mission statement 
and then my manifesto sits under that and that's what I use to share with people. So my macro intention is very clear. It's, I actually had the thing a couple of days ago to write it down because I've had it in my head, but I mm -hmm. sat and wrote it down so that I, mm -hmm. I know what it is clearly. You can see it, and, yeah. Yeah, and that's what I'm doing. And then I'm cool with however it plays out, getting there. I love that. So that's where my surrender comes in. I know what I'm doing and then I kind of play with the flow of that. But then every day I set, I set, I set macro intentions for the day. So like I know when I do my journal after meditating in the morning, what do I want to achieve for that day? which is in line with my macro intention, but then I play with the flow of how that unfolds for me. But I know I've got a set thing about what it is. I go with the, I go with the flow in, mm -hmm. in the direction of a clearly defined um, final destination. So I surrender the journey, I set the destination. And that for me is where I find the balance. And whenever I go through ancient wisdom or through the universal truths and natural law, that's what it's about. Some people are just like, oh, you're not in control of your life, so just surrender and let go, because life's gonna take you anywhere you want anyway. Mm, that's bullshit, uh, because we are the authors and creators of our lives, so we set the destination, even if we're doing it subconsciously and not consciously. So if you've not decided, you surrender to your subconscious programs as to what that end destination will be, and then God, universe, source, divinity, nature, however you wanna define it, then gives you that mm -hmm. but then it gives you that in line with your belief system so if your belief system is that it's going to be easy and in flow and, and joyful and a, a, a blessed experience then that's what you're going to get if your belief system is that it's difficult and it's hard it's a challenge then that's what you're going to get i think people lose sight of the fact that it's not my opinion it's a fact electrons are made up of energy Electrons are the, the very small thing that everything's made of, atoms are made of, are made of energy. And that energy responds to our observation, our thoughts, our thought observations. And from that, it collapses into physical matter. That's a fact. So your thoughts form the observation that collapses energy into matter and becomes your reality. So I don't really get, I don't, anyway, that's not my opinion, it's fact. So you set the destination. And if you're not doing it consciously, you're doing it subconsciously. So either way you're setting it, so you might as well take the opportunity to have a hand in what that, what that is. Bam, dude, that was my favorite answer ever of all time on the Q&As. Really? I don't know, but yeah. close. <laughs> <laughs> I might put that one in the newsletter this week then. That one was really good. That one was okay. really good. I, I, you said it similar. I was just listening to a Jim Carrey thing and mm -hmm. he, I love, he says that just like you, that as far as he can tell, it's letting the universe know exactly what you want, mm -hmm. but then letting go of how it comes to pass. So the yes. surrendering is and not trying to control no. and manipulate how it comes, nope. but knowing your direction. That is what it is. It's surrendering the journey, not the destination. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Love it. Whoop, whoop. We got to love. <laughs> okay. So... Number three, how have others interfered in keeping you from reaching your life's goals? Only in such times that I've allowed them that power in my life. And there's not really much more to say than that. <laughs> it's true. Okay. People, people yeah. only, only have a power over you that you allow them to have. Absolutely. Whether it's in how you let them into your environment or how, yeah. you, how you hold on to the um, effects of their presence in your environment. Right. So, 
was with a coaching client and uh, they had an issue at work and they were really angry about it. And I said, yeah, but you know, we have to accept the fact that that is done now. There are things that we can do. We made a plan about what we can do physically to deal with it in terms of like practical steps. But in terms of the emotional content, the, the 60 to 90 seconds or whatever it is of energy actually sitting as a genuine emotion, that only keeps repeating as long as you keep going back and sitting in it. So if you actually let it pass through you, like Michael Singer talks about in um, The Untethered Soul, he talks about letting stuff pass through you. So it's not that you deny it, you let it be, but when you let it be in a heart-centered space, it only lasts, it, it can't last more than 90 seconds. Yeah. Anything more than 90 seconds is you resisting it or, or sitting in it. Either way, you're still attaching to it. So you just keep feeding it life. So when you hit, hold it in a heart-centered space, then it passes along and that's it. But yeah, nobody has any control over you that you don't allow them to have. So. And I think it's been called emotional intelligence when you are able to let go of things mm-hmm. instead of sitting in it. And that's, that's even, what... even before I started all this spiritual work, I was always the type that said, you know, you can either be a victim of something or choose to move on with it and not let it control your life. Mm-hmm. And it's not easy, you know, it's, no. I mean, I say this to my clients all the time. I say to them, look guys, I, I would say to them, I'm not telling you that this is an easy path I'm inviting you to take, but I'm saying it's a, pra- it's a viable path. It's an empowering path. And, you know, babies are beautiful things, but a woman has to go through nine months of carrying and then childbirth to let it out. So giving birth to your new life may be painful, but you have to consider whether you want your new life more than you want to sit where you are. You are on a freaking roll today. My lovely, that was, I love the, um, the giving birth analogy as a woman with two children. I can really appreciate that <laughs> analogy. That was good. I'm glad. If you want to give birth to your new life, then, you know, get ready. That's right. Get ready. Ready, Freddie. Okay. So what insights have you gained through meditation? Oh, an appreciation for reality and the way that it works. Um, I've had, I mean, the life path that I'm on now came to me in meditation. Um, details of gaps in my own life game have come to me in meditation. I pretty much aim that my life genuinely, I seek to unfold from the higher intelligence that you tap into with deep meditation. Um, you completely go past all of the programs and you go to the watcher within you, the higher self within you, like that bit that's untainted by the ego, and you, you go into that space. And from there, that's where I look to pull the answer. So when I get stuck on stuff, I mean, like last night, we had a bit of a challenge in relation to a workshop I'm supposed to be doing on Sunday, and there were some challenges that came up with it, and I wanted to be angry, but because I'm like, oh God, I can't be angry because I'm only angry at myself. I, I know, I know. <laughs> I, want, I, want, I want to enjoy the the chemical payoff of being angry, but I can't because I understand I it too much. I ah. know, I know, I've said that same exact, ah. yeah, yeah. It's just like, why can't I just, do you remember the scene in The Matrix where Cypher was talking One to One of my agent. favorites. Yeah, and he goes, uh, do you know what I've learned? Ignorance is bliss. In yeah. some ways, ignorance can be bliss. Yes. But, uh, yeah. but yeah, so all I did was um, uh, I got present, I was trying to get present and I was like, ah, I can't do this because I've been working with this particular thing for a while mm-hmm. and I had mm. a really beautiful breakthrough in terms of creating the next step in it the other day, mm-hmm. whereby I really surrendered it to it and then we had some movement forward. 
mm-hmm. and then there was some new yeah this is explicit explicit there was some bullshit mm-hmm. yesterday and i was like i've literally just <laughs> reframed this and then i was like it's quite interesting because i wrote the article about the answer no yesterday mm. about something completely different and now it's, it's really? this. yeah it's so funny and then i had like this resistance again yesterday mm. and yeah all i did was i i got present i accepted mm-hmm. that there's no point me trying to be angry about it because i'm not even mm-hmm. gonna enjoy the payoff it's just mm-hmm. going stepping backwards mm-hmm. stepped into my power realized that i've created this and and i've set the intention that only my highest and greatest good comes out so there's got to be a positive in here or a lesson otherwise it wouldn't have shown up for me so i did that mm-hmm. i reframed it then got mm-hmm. present and then to get clear i just listened to some positive content and i did something practical mm-hmm. i worked on a, a program that i'm working on for time management i did that mm-hmm. so i got back into a state of equilibrium mm-hmm. then i listened to some meditation tracks and i went to sleep and then i got up this morning feeling really clear on it yeah. So yeah. I wouldn't have been able to do that if I hadn't had the growth that came to me in, through meditation. Right. Yeah. And I, and I always tell people it's even if you're not fully going down the spiritual path, it's a mm-hmm. great tool just to quiet your mind mm-hmm. 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 and not let your thoughts control you. Mm-hmm. And because the spiritual path is not for everyone. It's not right. for everybody. Right. Uh, and it doesn't have to be. Everyone's on their right. own path. Um, mm-hmm. It wasn't for me. I mean, I, I, I was first invited to take the, this road 15, 16 years ago, and it wasn't for me at the time. Mm-hmm. And now was the time for it to be for me. Mm-hmm. There are some people, for example, that are very cool with their religion. Mm-hmm. You know, it supports mm-hmm. them, it empowers them, and they do it not from a victim mentality, but from an empowered mm-hmm. state, and that's all mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. It enables them to be a, a productive and loving member of society and contribute to humanity, and mm-hmm. that's all good. Um, so it's not about, you know, everyone has to go on a spiritual path or whatever. It's about doing what tapping into what enables you to be yes a good, a good human yep um and for me meditation is part and parcel of that it might not be that for you we, i would speak about in my workshops and events and even some clients i don't push everyone to meditation some people don't right. need meditation yeah some people going for a run is their way to connect to source mm-hmm. and to, to mm-hmm. get present mm-hmm. uh, for some people it's walks in nature for many years for me it was looking up at stars looking up at a starry mm-hmm. night dropped mm-hmm. in so wow yeah. I remember, I, I might have told you this before, but um, years ago, I don't know, five, six years ago, uh, my ex-husband and I were hiking way up in the mountains, and um, I think we left early in the morning. Anyway, at one point, we stopped and took a break on top of this ridge of this mountain. Mountain. I've never meditated before. I wasn't on a spiritual path. didn't know anything about it. Mm-hmm. And I remember laying back on the rocks when we were just kind of relaxed and taking a break for a while. And I laid there and I stood up and stared at the clouds going by, mm-hmm. not just kind of relaxing. I was tired. Mm-hmm. And I remember after, I don't know how long, but I now looking back, I know I, I sort of had like an out of body. I was in meditation but not yeah. knowing it. And I, and I felt connected to my grandmother who had passed mm-hmm. years before that. Mm-hmm. And I remember coming back and I called my mom. I'm like, I don't know what just happened to me, but it was insane. Like I felt just this overwhelming emotion of, you know, love and peace. And I felt my grandma and I, and I just had all these insights. So I didn't even know I was, med- I was just sitting there staring at the clouds. So you can meditate and not even know you're meditating and exactly. connecting. Yeah, it exactly. was amazing. I mean, meditation is, is a word to describe an activity, but the activity is not so important 
as the connection mm-hmm. right the connection it's just like um i was talking which is incidentally my being experiment word for the day is connection interesting um so like even when i'm talking to people about words and energy the words that you use i mean i had it this morning was it well i was looking at something i was looking at something and i was i was stepping in in one of my checking times and um i was like trying to remember a specific word combination and i was like mm-hmm. i remember the word combination doesn't matter all the words mm-hmm. do is trigger a certain set of emotions within me the energy of those emotions is what's mm-hmm. important not the words yeah and so like i let go of this attachment to the words and i just slipped right into the energy and there i was bam i was in the space that i needed to be in because the words are just the gateway to the energy and the energy that frequency is a state of being that actually creates the outcome um so yeah meditation or not it's about connecting to something that gets you to that place um, and playing with it because different people, like we always talk about in the workshops and with, with, with our clients and to some extent in the online programs as well, it's about making it personal, finding your personal connection that works for you. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you play around with as many different ones and you put the work in and finding out what works for you in different situations and different mm-hmm. times. Like meditation could work for you in one space but then when you're dealing with another challenge, meditation will be no good for you. Mm-hmm. You just oh, won't absolutely. be able to do it. Yeah. Um, it's like I have, uh, I have a client and um, she's dealing with some, some stresses and stuff. And me telling her to meditate is stupid. So with her, we do some heart coherence. We do some heart mm-hmm. coherence and some breathing exercises. Mm-hmm. And that's been more supportive mm-hmm. in this instance than meditation would be. But as the breakthrough happens through those challenges and new observations get made, new choices and then new outcomes that, step into a space where meditation can happen then we'll get mm-hmm. on the meditation path from there yeah and then yeah. start to tap into that higher power of meditation but for now yeah. it's just about getting into the space in a way that works for you personally i love that i really do love that good very good okay okay which is what what is one thing you cherish in your life i like that I question like- I don't really have anything like that. This is where being on the autistic spectrum becomes really cool. I don't have favorite things. Ah, I don't really either. I like, I don't really have, like, it's like, if, if it serves a practical purpose for the time, then cool. But I really, I'm, I'm naturally built for detachment. So, like, I should be a Buddhist. You should, right? I should totally be a, be a Buddhist. Oh, yeah. No attachment. Yeah, the attachments. I've just cut my video so that it, ease, it eases up on the bandwidth. So you should you okay. shouldn't cut out again. Okay. Yeah, um, okay. I'm literally built for for detachment. <laughs> so I literally I don't really have that, but I understand people have different things that they're, you know. Yeah. So what's uh, okay? Let's reframe that. What's mm-hmm. one thing? Um, what is what is one thing that you love in your life? So not necessarily an action, but maybe just something that you enjoy personally. Uh, spiritual practice would definitely be yeah. that. Yeah. Um, like that's a really beautiful time for me. Yeah. Um, I I got a, a brand new appreciation for my mum when I was there for my sister giving birth to my nephew, because I know what she physically went through. <laughs> <laughs> This was, I was telling somebody this, uh, a friend of mine's wife, she just, they just had their fourth kid. And I said, that was a very good invention to make women forget the pain of childbirth. Because if we remembered 
<laughs> so those two guys up there that are playing this joke on us, you know, like we say, yeah, uh, they, yeah, it's it's a very good invention that they did because uh, it, we would never have more than one if we. <laughs> I mean, it's complete madness. It is. It's complete madness. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. So I, I I like that your spiritual practice. Okay. Um, are most of your thoughts pointless? No, because I think with awareness. And that's not something that came overnight. There was a lot of training that went into that. But I literally stayed the guardian of my thoughts. I did um, a program called Master Key System for the first time. When did I do that first? 2009, maybe. Mm -hmm. And I've read it every, since, every year since 2009. And that's mm -hmm. a real, really good instruction manual into getting control of your head. Really? And it didn't happen overnight. Yeah, so probably the second or third time. And some things do try and creep through. But now I've got the spiritual tools to deal with those. So when they try and break through, I get into heart coherence and that disperses it. But I don't, I don't allow my brain to waste time mm -hmm. on anything. And when it does happen, I catch it. Mm -hmm. It's like even with your words, you can talk with awareness. Literally, here's a cool tool. So as you're talking, get really present and listen to the space that the words are coming out of. And that space creates a moment in time and now into which you can actually be consciously aware of what was going to be said before it's said. And that makes it a lot more difficult for you to say things that you regret and to speak without thinking. And then what I do is when I'm in interactions with people, I make sure that's why people will say I'm, I'm always generally people say I'm very present when I'm talking to them. And that's because I really dip into that space and I'm listening to what's going out and I'm listening to what's coming in because as words are coming in, they have the power they have the opportunity to give you the opportunity. They have the opportunity to give you the opportunity to give away your power in what you allow. So I do the same thing when words coming in. I listen to the space that they're coming out of, and before I allow it to be a part of me, I basically I, I gauge and check it. Love it. You are a very present person. Do my best. Is happiness a good lifelong goal? You don't have to wait a lifelong. You can do it in the moment. Yeah. <laughs> you just choose to be happy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Really? Happiness really? is a choice. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Not really more complicated than that. Yeah. Happiness literally is a choice. All emotions are a choice. Some choices are easier than others and some are harder than others. Mm -hmm. So the choice to be okay when someone's made you angry is still a choice. Mm -hmm. It's not an easy choice when the emotions are building up with you and you've got the, mm -hmm. um, you know, to be stressed when you've got the cortisol coursing through your veins and it's, you're getting high off of it. You get addicted to them just the way people get addicted back in heroin. And that's why we end up creating the same loops and life situations over and over again so that we can get the payoff of enjoying that release in our body. That doesn't mean it's good. You think the crack addict doesn't know that the crack is killing them. Right. But they're addicted to it. And that's how people are to so many emotions. But yeah, happiness. And the crazy thing is, is that these positive emotions or quote unquote positive emotions, they all have chemicals associated with them as well. And actually they're more, in, there's a more of an enjoyable payoff associated with those than with the crappier hormones like cortisol and everything. Mm -hmm. So yeah, generating oxytocin, you're going to have a nicer payoff than generating cortisol, but it's about making the choice. And if you spent, you know what I'm going to say? If you spend, if you, even if you're only 15 years old, you spend 15 years <laughs> learning to be addicted to cortisol. Yeah. So asking yeah. you if you're 50, 60, 70 years old 
to start changing something you've been doing for all of those years, it's not going to be easy, but it's mm -hmm. worth it. Mm -hmm. And I would say to, you know, kind of a, a different spin on the question. I don't really know, you know, what their intention is behind the question, but um, as opposed to, I would say happiness is better than if you're just going after money or if you're just going after fame or if you're just going after, you know, these things outside of you, definitely I would say ha picking happiness as a lifelong goal is um, going to be much better for you than yes. picking to be, you know, the richest man on earth in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, because if you're, if you're, because to, 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 to say that happiness is a lifelong goal, you're going to have to spend some time connecting with what happiness means to yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and if you unpack yeah. that and you make it your goal to embody that in your life mm -hmm. instead of chasing after people, places and things that mm -hmm. really are ephemeral and don't really mean anything at the end of the day, not to say mm -hmm. that there's anything wrong with chasing after money mm -hmm. if that's what you want to do, right. but do it with awareness. Yeah. Don't do it because other yeah. people have told you or yeah. because you have a sense a, a, your feelings of self-esteem are tied to yes. how other people see who you are and what you've got. Mm -hmm. No, do it for you. And if that's what you want to do, then, but some people are happy because they have money. Like, sure. I know people like that and yeah. I know people that thought that money would make them happy and then they, yes. got, they got all the money in the world and they're not very happy at all yeah no um, so absolutely. again this goes back to the first question that we answered you know mm -hmm. being good in your own skin yeah. yeah when you're good in your own sure. skin then no matter where you are you can be happy yeah in any given moment in any given moment in any given moment mm -hmm. and to end it off that question when did you become to enjoy who you are um, I started to do it when I let go of other people's thoughts about who I am. Mm -hmm. um, learning to be comfortable with my own skin was a very, very important thing. That's why it's one of the things that I referred to earlier. Mm -hmm. um, but true joy started to find its way into my life when I allowed it by stopping denying what I was here for, denying my purpose, mm -hmm. which tying into another question came to me in meditation. And mm -hmm. since then, I have sparked a joy every day. Mm. I love that. I love that. Yeah, I think that, and I think that's a, that's a lifelong ongoing thing that we all will continue to get better at is constantly yeah. accepting and being comfortable in your own skin. Definitely. Because there's, I know even for me now, there's some situations this here, so it's time to go. where I am um, more confident Mm -hmm. in certain situations and then others I, I go around where I'm not as so I'm like okay there's still some work to be done there <laughs> exactly exactly but I'm much more aware of it now so good good awareness yeah. is the key well I know yes. you have to run so I'm going to send you off with love and say to the people tune in next week when we'll be back with more we're going to at some point we're going to catch up and do another live I hope you guys enjoyed yes. the live version last week yes uh, tune on in. So I haven't decided who I'm posting on Sunday, but I will. The newsletter comes out on Saturday. If you're not on the main list, get involved. Do it with Dan.tv is launching soon. Get yourself on the mailing list for that as well. Very exciting stuff. And the Dream Beyond Intention intensive program is also launching on the 7th of October. People will be changing their lives over that nine, nine, 90 day period over those three months. Get involved um, and get your life changed up. M, have an amazing day. Emily, Emily, thank you so much for doing the Q&A with me. <laughs> That's the one. That's totally the song. All right, you take care. Okay. And thanks, everyone. All my love. Bye. Bye.
Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Duo with Dan with your host, Daniel McGenna. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit www.dreamwithdan.com for updates for more exclusive content. We'll catch you on the next episode of Do It With Dan.